Good morning, good morning. We are so grateful for another Wednesday morning. Empower me with the word. We are so thankful that God will continue to uh, just bring us a fresh word this morning uh, by his servant, uh, evangelist Nicole Porter. Uh, We are so grateful for what he's doing in this hour uh, Father God, we thank you. We thank you that you are all-knowing, all-loving. God, you are the God of another chance. You are the God of forgiveness. You are the God of restoration. You are the God that forgives our sins. Lord, we thank you for another opportunity to come to hear your word, Lord God, another opportunity to get it right, for our character to line up, Lord God, according to your word so that we can walk in the fullness of the assignment that you created us to, Lord, knowing that you got to have everything worked out for our good. Lord, we ask that you forgive us for our sins, for our sinful nature, for thoughts that aren't like you, Lord God, for things that aren't even sins but just don't represent an ambassador of the kingdom of God. Lord, we thank you for the woman of God as she comes today with another word that won't tickle our ears, Lord God, but will challenge our heart. Lord, the word that will call our character up, Lord God, to holiness and righteousness. We thank you that you are the God of everything and that your word says that you wish that our health, God, prosper, that you wish that we prosper, God. But it's not about prosperity, Lord. This word is about our soul, where we're going to spend eternity, how we love and treat our brothers and sisters, Lord God, how we represent you in the earth. That's what this word is about. And we say thank you for correction. We thank you for chastisement, Lord God. We thank you because that's what you do to those you love. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for those that are on the line this morning. God, we thank you for those that are coming on and listening on iTunes. God, those that are coming on Blog Talk. God, I thank you that I got a surprise, Lord, when I went back and checked the numbers that your people are beginning to call in and listen. Lord God, your people are calling back and listening. Lord, that's how you work. It's not about what we see, God, but if we do what we need to, Lord, with the right spirit, oh, God, the right attitude, you will do everything else, God. If we plant the seed, if we water the seed, that you will bring the increase. Lord, we speak peace, wholeness, healing to every heart, Lord God. We bind that spirit of suicide and homicide that is running rapid on the earth right now. Lord God, we speak and release peace in the atmosphere. In Jesus' name, we bless you. We love you. We thank you. Amen. Amen and amen. At this time, empower me with the word with Evangelist Nicole Porter. Amen. Amen. We certainly thank God for another opportunity on today. We thank him for waking us up. We just thank him for what he's done in our lives. I thank you, woman of God, every time I think about his goodness. I I thank God for you. Certainly thank God for the opportunity to share the word. Um, I have a question for us this morning. 
the woman of God has already prayed, and so we thank God for speaking to us now in the name of Jesus. I have a question. I um, The scripture says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge God, and he will direct your path. As everybody's learned by now over the course of this year that we've been doing this on and off, I'm a very transparent preacher because I want it to be real, because I want you to know that I live the life that I sing about. I live the life that I preach about, and I have flaws, and I have issues in my tissues too, but I just know that I have a God that I can go to and get it right. So by the time I give it to you, God's already given it to me. And he asked me, do you trust me? The last time we talked, I told you that I had applied for a (coughs) manager's position at my job, and I wanted to – it it was elevation. Yes, it's more money. It is. And I wanted to – I wanted to do the job, and so I applied. There were several of us who applied. It's like 80 people applied. They interviewed 25 people the first time, and then they interviewed eight people the second time. And uh, they're in the process of making making those choices. I did not receive a second interview. Now, that's okay. Your flesh wants to get upset, you know. And I I really want to help somebody because I didn't get the second interview, and you start questioning, well, wait a minute, what what, what do you mean I didn't get the the second interview? That doesn't make sense because I know what I bring to the table. I know, you know, I know I can do the job. I know that I'm, I I know the abilities and, 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 and what, you know, God has given me. But this is what happened. I have a friend that works, um, there, and I, and I'll call her a friend. She, uh, worked at a higher level of um, HR, and she um, came to the office because she works outside, and she came to the office, and I'm going somewhere. I want to help you. She said, Nikki, can you come see me? I said, absolutely, and I went into her office, and we talked, and she said, how's things going? And I always tell her about, you know, what's happened. Hey, I applied for the manager's position, blah, blah, blah. And this happened, and I didn't get a second interview, and she stopped me. So when I'm asking today about this scripture that says, do you trust God? Do you really trust God in all your ways and that he's going to direct your path? Let me tell you what this woman of God said, because she's a believer. She said, let me tell you something. The reach that you have where you are, you can't be a manager. They are told what to say. And they are told what to do. And they don't have the option to have the impact on the lives of people that you have. So it doesn't mean that you can't run the reports. We know you can run the reports. And we know that you can do the conference calls. And we know, she said, but the greatest impact for the kingdom is where God has you. But God wants to trust, to know if he can trust you to give him praise when he says no. Now, I say that all the time, but isn't it something that the stuff that you say to other people, God will bring back to your remembrance through somebody else who doesn't even know your story? We had not even talked about that. Can God trust you? 
to still praise him when his answer is no? Am I trusting him with all my heart? Because here it is, I prayed initially, and I said, God, don't give it to me if it's going to cause me to act outside of your character. If I'm not going to be who I am, if I'm not going to be allowed to be who I am, don't give it to me. How do you get mad when God answers the prayer that you prayed and it's for your good? Should I have become angry or should I have given him praise because God knows the greater impact for the kingdom? See, because when you get to a place of maturity, everything that you do has to be about the kingdom. This ain't about you. Your job is not about you. Your ministry is not about you. The things that you do for you, none of this is about you. (laughs) We now have to be at the place where it's about God and him crucified and his righteousness and how can my life impact somebody else's life for the better. How can my life impact the lives of other people and lead them to the cross? And I said, my God, we at work. And I'm getting a revelation from the Holy Ghost at work. She said, it's not for you. That job wasn't created for you because you can't be who you need to be in that position. She said, your reach will be cut. Now, I'm sure, you know, and your, your, your character's not going to change. You're still going to be saved and love Jesus. And yes, but your reach, the impact that you have. I was in church. Um, getting getting ready to get out of church, and um, my manager sends me a text as we're preparing to go home, and uh, she wants to know, can I come in early on Monday because we have nesting classes, which are the new people who come, and uh, she wanted to know, could I do the, the, the presentation, and that's when you give the policy and procedure. Now, isn't that something? Watch this. When you are in your lane in the spirit, God will use you to do that in the natural. I'm an evangelist in the spirit. I'm a teacher of the word of God in the spirit. That's what I do. I preach and I sing the glory of God and I, and, and I teach the word of God. And, 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 and God gives me a, a word that speaks to our character to shape who we are when nobody's looking. But the same thing that I do in the spirit, God allows me to do in the natural because I stand up before a group of maybe 60, 75 young people at a time, or a group of people, I'll say, because they range in different ages, and I teach them policies and procedures. So I'm standing up in the natural talking to them about character, talking to them about how they can be successful if they would apply these principles. I said, oh, my God. He said, the very thing that you're doing in the spirit, I'm allowing you to do in the natural. And because the Holy Ghost is present, do you know when I finished that two-hour presentation? Because it's a two-hour presentation, I had people asking me, what church do you go to? When can I come to your church? I didn't say Jesus. I didn't talk about God. I didn't use a scripture. But because the word of God is down on the inside, there was a presence that they didn't understand. There was a peace that they didn't understand. They knew something was different about me. And when the presentation was over, they wanted to come to my church. I was talking about dress code. I was talking about attendance. I was talking about when you can use sick leave. My God, when are you going to trust God enough to use you in such a way that it doesn't matter whether you're doing what you're supposed to do for him in the spirit or you're doing it in the natural because you're walking in your lane? My question is, will you stay in your lane? Will you be who God has called you to be? Will you trust with all your heart? Will you not lean to your own understanding? My flesh wanted to 
you know, respond initially. You're looking at people that got the second interview, and you're going, what? Really? They got passed? You got to be kidding. No, no, no. It's not for you. But if you trust me, then you got to trust that every decision that I make, everything that I allow in your life is working for your good. You got to trust that I'm going to lead your path. How many of us are trusting him? Or are we doing things our own way? This is a microwave generation, and we want it right now. We want it right now. And sometimes God has to say no. Sometimes he has to say wait. Sometimes he has to say this is not your season or this isn't for you. I got something better. But how do I know that if I'm not? trusting in him. And the scripture says, with all my heart, and lean not unto my own understanding, because I didn't understand it. I knew naturally I was qualified for it. But spiritually, God had qualified me for something greater. On Monday, I talked to every class, had the same question. Now, mind you, y'all, policy and procedure, where we go to evacuate in a fire. How to pass your quality call, what kind of attendance, you know, how to keep from being terminated. That's what I gave people. That's what I gave them in the natural. What they heard in the spirit is this woman loves God. God is, is amazing. God is good. I want to know what church you go to. That kind of stuff you're not even supposed to, you know, I work for a government contract, a company. You're not even supposed to talk about that. But they opened the door. Miss Nikki, what church you go to? What? I tell them, yeah, okay, amen, come on, come on to church, because my assignment is bigger than that. And because I'm walking in my assignment, God has allowed me to do it. And he's allowed me to do it in the natural and get a check. See, when you're walking in, 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 in your lane, God will bless you in ways unimaginable. Do you solemnly swear to stay in your lane? Will you stay in your lane? The crashes are happening because people are trying to cross over and get into somebody else's lane. Get in your lane. That's why you're not effective, because you're not in your lane. That's why God can't get the glory like he wants to, because you're not in your lane. You're trying to be something that God didn't say you could be. If he said you're an intercessor, then you need to be an intercessor and trust him with all your heart that he's going to do what he's supposed to do in your life because you're an intercessor. And, you know, intercession a lot of times is secret because you're interceding on behalf of other people. You don't have to get up in front of people and do that and make a show of it and, 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 and put it on display like an act in a play. Intercede on behalf of other people. That is when you go between the person and the enemy. And you go before a loving God. You stand in the way. I'm going to intercede on their behalf, so I'm going to get in the way, and I'm going to take their punishment. Isn't that what Jesus did for us? Isn't that what he's constantly doing? He's making intercession for us. That's what an intercessor does. So, God, can I trust you when you say that I'm called to intercession? And if I'm trusting you with my whole heart and I'm believing that you're going to direct my path, then I'm okay 
then I don't feel some kind of way because you didn't call me to be an evangelist or you didn't call me to pastor a church or you didn't call me to do this or that because I trust you. What do you do when he says no? What do you do when he says yes, but not now? What are we teaching the next generation about how to trust God? Prepared for many years. He was in his 30s when he started his ministry, and it lasted three and a half years. And some of us want to get saved today and start a church tomorrow. And just a little nugget, you're not called to start a church because you got mad with your pastor. That's not how God operates. You're not start you're not called to start your own ministry because somebody won't 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 validate who you are. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. In all your ways. Listen, and I mean, if we make that plain, that means, God, where do you want me to go to the grocery store? I promise if you pray, he'll send you to where the deals are. What would you have me put on today? What way would you have me go to work? What way would you have me go to church? I'm just driving down the street, and I'm following the leading of the Holy Ghost because I know I'm being used as a vessel. And, God, you're in control, so my life belongs to you. We sing, I give myself away so you can use me. But have we really? Have I really given myself away so you can use me? Because if that be the case, you can use me however you want to. And you can send me wherever you want to send me. Am I really trusting in you? Make that your declaration this week. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust him when the answer is no. I'm going to trust him when the doctors give me a bad report. I'm going to trust him when my children are acting up. I'm going to trust him when things happen. I'm going to trust God. And know that everything that he allows is working for my good. And I'm going to trust him to understand that I got to learn something from what he allows. Because you're always learning something. And I'll always have three questions. Am I reaping something that I've sown? Because I'm not exempt. Am I reaping something that I've sown? Are you trying to teach me something? Because you're trying to take me to another level than you. Or is this an attack of the enemy? And even in that, you're trying to teach me about the victory. You want to show me that I have the victory. It's three things. Because sometimes you do things, you did it 10 years ago, and just because God forgave you, we still reap what we sow. Is somebody talking about you? Is it because you've been talking about other people? If this didn't go right, is it because... You didn't help somebody, so now you can't get no help? Or is it because God is trying to teach you something so that he can use you in the next move that he has already designed for your life? Will you trust him? Will you trust him? When I'm witnessing the gospel to people who don't, who don't know Jesus, the first thing I ask them is, what are they trusting? Who, who do they have their trust in? Most of them answer and say, 
you know, I, I trust myself. But you know that that's not enough because we are a mess. In this flesh, we are a mess. The Bible says, in this flesh dwelleth no good thing. And so I draw the line and I say, God is on this side, you're on this side, and here's this line. It's a tangible line, but I use a piece of paper so they can see what's stopping you from coming from this side to the other side. Will you trust him? Will you trust him with all your heart? Will you lean not into your own understanding because you've done that and you're in a world of mess? Will you trust God to bring you to this side where he is and give him the glory and let him do what he was, you know, what he, do in your life what, what he created you for? Do you trust him? I went to work and got revelation from the Holy Spirit through a colleague. It was confirmation. Let me say that. I already knew. But he revealed it and confirmed it again through a colleague that said, God has you where he wants you. So so no sense of getting upset and getting an attitude. and It's not about that. It's about the kingdom. And then the very next week, the very next week, he does this. And those babies, I mean, and they were, they, they, they wanted to come. Now, whether they come on Sunday, I don't know, but the invitation was made because God used me in a natural setting to do something in the spirit. Why? Because I trust him. Because I trust him. A couple of those babies stopped by my office yesterday, and they wanted to say, can you just pray for me? Because God is doing in the natural through my life what I was created to do in the spirit. And all when he brought that confirmation to me yet again, I began to give him praise. I began to tell him, thank you. Okay, God, I trust you. He said, you prayed. Didn't you ask me not to give you this position if it wasn't for for, for you? Why would you pray something and then don't expect an answer? I answered. It wasn't the answer that you wanted. But I answered. But then I showed you why I answered like that. Now give me praise and walk in who you're supposed to be. You don't have time to soak. You don't have time to pout. You don't have time to have an attitude. You're too busy trusting God. And when you get the revelation that it ain't about you, it's about what God wants to do through you, all of this is going to be better. Trusting him is going to be better. Allowing him to direct your life is going to be better. And that even means doubt is forgiving your enemies. Yeah. Forgiving people who have wronged you. Loving on the people who care nothing about you. Let him direct your path. Because some of those very people need to experience the love of Christ. Will you trust him with all your heart? Will you decide that you're not going to lean to your own understanding? Will you decide that you're going to acknowledge him in all your ways so he can direct your path? The steps of the Lord, the steps of the righteous man, excuse me, are ordered by the Lord. How can he direct my path if I don't let him order my steps? And how can I ask God to order my steps and then I choose not to move my feet? Will you trust him? Will you trust him? And it's not always easy because our flesh wants, has questions. We want to know why. We don't understand. But if you trust him, there's an old song that we used to sing in church that says, 
If you trust and never doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. If I trust him and I never doubt, then no matter what's bothering me, no matter what issues, no matter what I don't understand, no matter what questions I have, if I take them to the Lord and leave them there, he will answer. And he'll give me a greater understanding of what's going on in my life and how he wants to use me. I challenge you this week to trust God. Challenge you to trust God. And this is a tough place for for many of us. Because we say we trust God until trouble hits. And then are we really trusting him to understand that even the trouble is part of the assignment? Trust him with all your heart. And watch him do wonderful things. Watch him do some things in your life. Watch him do some things in the natural. Pay attention to what he starts doing in the natural because you've allowed him to to give you a revelation of what he wants you to do in the spirit because they're synonymous. Trust him. I challenge you this week. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the praise reports that will come. I'm, I'm looking forward to the woman of God saying, hey, there was some praise reports from, 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 from people who said, I decided to trust God, really trust him. And this is what he did for me. I'm excited about it. I trusted him with my baby, and now my baby is saved. I trusted him, and now my baby is out of jail. I trusted him, and now my marriage has been restored. I trusted him, and now I know my purpose. I trusted him, and now I'm doing the job that I'm supposed to do. I trust him. And now he's having his way in my life. I'm looking forward to the praise reports because I promise there's a blessing on the other side of your obedience. Just trust him. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Oh, we thank God for that word. I tell you, um, starting a day like this, just makes the day. Um, no matter what comes your way, and things will come, they will come to change track, derail, or to pluck up that seed that the woman of God has planted. But remembering these nuggets that she has given us will help us to walk in victory. We thank God for this week's word, and we just are excited about what he is going to continue to do as we stay in our lane, as we trust him with our whole heart, with our life, with our family, know that there is, an, uh, there is a blessing on the other side of our obedience. Father, we thank you for your woman of God. We ask that you restore everything that she put out into us this morning, Lord. And we are also excited about the praise reports that shall come after these words and God, after she poured out, after she labored before you to give us something to help us to build our character, to build our strength, God, to ultimately walk in another level of faith. We say thank you. To God be the glory for the things that he has done, he uh, will do, and that he, uh, he is doing in our lives. Have an awesome Wednesday, and we will be right here next week at the same time for another word to challenge us uh, to be empowered with the word of God in Evangelist Nicole corner. We thank God for you. Amen. Be encouraged, but most of all, allow the God of all creation 
make you whole. He is your Father, Abba.